When my oldest daughter was still in a high chair, I remember one evening after she had eaten, there was corn on the floor. Well, I was tired, and she needed a bath, and I thought to myself, you know, I'll just wait till tomorrow and I'll pick it up. I got up the next morning, and there was no corn to be found. It wasn't the dog, because we didn't have a dog. It wasn't the cat, because we didn't have a cat. But that is how we found out we had mice. <laughs> when you live in an old farmhouse, live in the country, mice are part of the creatures that live in the neighborhood. We hear about crumbs today in our gospel reading. But first, we need some background. Last week, we heard Jesus tell the religious leaders, what you put into your body does not defile you. It is what comes out of a person that defiles. Evil is internal. It comes from the heart. And he lists things like slander, envy, and pride. The religious leaders believe that if you didn't eat things that were unclean, follow the rules of ritual cleanliness, follow the temple practices and ritual, and stay away from unclean people, and certainly not eat with them, then you would be holy. Jesus blows that out of the water. He then leaves and travels to Tyre, to Gentile country, a country of unclean people. The people that he had just talked to, the religious people, would never have gone to such a place. Jesus had been traveling with his disciples, healing, preaching, teaching, feeding thousands, and arguing with religious leaders who wanted to trap him, to get rid of him, even kill him. Every time Jesus and his disciples would go to a new place, Jesus thought, now we can catch our breath, get some rest, eat in peace, and renew our spirits. But it didn't happen. Over and over again, it did not happen. No matter where he went, the people heard he was there and came to him for help. Even in Gentile country, they had heard of the wonders that he had done. He had to be exhausted. It even says in our reading, he didn't want anyone to know he was there. He wanted privacy. He wanted to be renewed to carry on his important mission. But here comes a woman, a Gentile woman, an unclean woman from a different culture and religion, and wants Jesus to heal her daughter. She, too, must have been exhausted at the end of her rope, caring for her sick child. We can relate to her if we have ever cared for a sick loved one. She was breaking all the rules. Women didn't approach men 
or speak to them in public. And Jesus was a Jewish man to boot. What she did was shocking, but the health of her child was at stake. Jesus' response shakes us. He says, let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. His response is shocking. Where is the loving, compassionate Jesus that we all have come to know? People in the time of Jesus used bread and their hands to eat with. There were no forks or spoons. They used the bread like we might use it when we eat spaghetti, or using toast when we're eating runny eggs. And the bread must have got sobby or, and wasn't very good any longer, and what they would do is they would throw it to the dogs and pick up a new piece of bread. Jesus is talking about something different here. The sentence was not to be taken literally. We have to know three things. The children are the Jewish people, the descendants of Abraham, the chosen ones. The dogs are the Gentiles, including the woman and her daughter. And the crumbs are Jesus' teachings about God and the telling of God's love and blessings. So Jesus was saying, I have come to the chosen people of God to teach and explain the things of God, and you, a Gentile, will have to wait. Many times in Scripture, we are told that Jesus first came to teach the Jewish people what was important to God. He taught them it wasn't the sacrifices, it wasn't the washing of hands in a particular way, it wasn't about the food they ate, it wasn't about the rituals they performed that God wanted. What was important to God was their compassion, mercy, and love. God cares about the goodness in one's heart. Jesus did not say no. He said, let the children be fed first. Now he was going to feed the Jewish people. Others will be fed later. Many scholars say this is the most difficult line in scripture, and they are all over the place in their understanding of it. Some say Jesus was, at the very least, abrasive and abrupt, while others say Jesus appears to be a racist and condemning. Some say the word used for dog was like Jesus calling a woman a little puppy, and he had a smile on his face, while others say the word dog was a racial slur. But Jesus never showed intolerance towards the Gentiles in the rest of Scripture. We say as Christians that Jesus is fully human and fully divine. Maybe, just maybe, we see the human side of Jesus in this passage. He was exhausted and spent. 
he might have felt how I did after having a baby. No one ever tells a pregnant woman what it's really like after the baby arrives. You get no sleep. You are at the beck and call of this little bitty bee. You're lucky if you have time to take a shower or brush your teeth. They don't tell you that the crying can drive you up the walls. And there is still supper to make, a house to clean, and laundry to do. I remember thinking to myself, if one more person wants one more thing from me, I'm going to scream. Maybe Jesus felt like that when he answered the woman. Maybe he used the word dog, a common derogatory term used by the Jews, a symbol of dishonor, before he thought about what he was saying. He might have wanted to take it back, but it was said. We will never know what was in his mind. We do know that he went further into Gentile country and healed the man who was mute and deaf and who was most likely a Gentile. The woman's response to Jesus was, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. She doesn't deny that she is a dog, an unclean Gentile, but refuses to take no for an answer. She seems to be saying to Jesus, I know I don't deserve a place at the table. I am not worthy. I know the children are to be fed first. But don't the children feed the leftovers to the dogs? There must be a little for people like me. She was bold and yet humble. This woman, an outsider, challenges Jesus. She teaches Jesus, or at least reminds him, that there is room in God's kingdom for all, for Jew and Gentile, male and female, free and slave, and insider and outsider. She shows faith in his mercy and healing power, and Jesus heals her daughter. Remember the stories about Jesus feeding the thousands of people with just a few fish and a few loaves of bread? He blessed, broke, and gave the food, and all were fed. And the disciples collected baskets and baskets full of food when they were done. The crumbs, the leftovers, were more than what they had to begin with. There are crumbs that is God's love and blessings, enough for all that come to him. We are crummy people. Unlike God, our leftovers are our leftovers. For example, we are asked to do something and we have to check our calendars to see if we have room. And we say something like, yes, I can help on Thursday afternoon between 3 and 5. Often, we do what we want or need to do 
and it is the crumbs that we give to others. We check our budgets before deciding what we will give to the church. Often the church gets the crumbs. I could go on and on. I think we all could do better, being less selfish and more giving. The world is made up of people of different colors, faiths, cultures, and yet all are God's children. Too often we see people as the other, the way the Jewish people saw the Gentiles. We don't take the time to get to know them. Sometimes it's through fear. Sometimes it is our prejudices. And sometimes it is because we are too busy to make the time. We need not fear, for they too are God's children. We need to rid ourselves of past prejudices that have hampered our growth. We need to take time for others. Time is the most valuable gift we can give another. We often feed our children, that is, all the people who are like us, and leave the crumbs for others. There are no others in God's world. There are only God's children, and all are invited to eat at God's table. And they should be invited to our tables as well. In our readings today, Proverbs says, Those who are generous are blessed, for they share their bread with the poor. And in James it says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. May we always be generous with all that we have and love all those who are, who are God's children. Amen.